Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 118. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Offroad Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Yes, yes. Before we jump into some entertainment, let's take care of some business. Check out our sports podcast. Where do you think Pebble Beach is? You're going to want to check that one out. We had a whole lot of sports stuff to get into. I mean, and that question is finals. answered. And uh, we do actually answer the question at the very end, so you'll just have to listen to find out where it is. Um, make sure you hit the subscribe button and share with a friend. That's uh, how we keep doing this magicalness. And uh, update on the studio, which I realized we forgot to do in the sports podcast. We're in it, but uh, we uh, don't even have the soundproofing walls. And uh, we're still in between. It's I think we said it on, uh, two pods ago. It's, it's still like a, you know, a, a 2.5 right now before 3.0. It's not quite there, but uh, every week is inching forward. Yeah. Um, so there Sean, you go. Sean's in the private beta right now. I'm, it. I'm in the private beta. Actually, we will get into that next <laughs> month uh, when it comes out. Uh, the public beta. I'm not in the private beta. Okay. Uh, those ones are always just riddled with errors and uh, crashes and all that stuff. But uh, let's talk about real beta stuff like E3 in Los Angeles. Yes. So E3 is a big convention you just got back the, from it right andy i eh, maybe someday i'll cover it oh. it's uh, the electronic entertainment expo um it actually started today but really the news that comes from it happens in the uh the time before the show actually starts because the show is just for people to like you know go test shit yeah. but uh the, the first big uh news release happened last thursday and this was a uh, google put out a uh, video explaining their new streaming service called Google Stadia. And, uh, yeah, that's the name. Google Stadia. Stadia? Stadia. Not stadium. It's like the plural of stadium. Okay. Because you're each in your own stadium playing these games. Um, So, before we get into some of the details, explain what it is. So, it's streaming. So, you kind of think like Netflix. Subscription service. It's not necessarily... It doesn't have to be subscription. It doesn't have to be. It's like Netflix for games, not necessarily the subscription part of it, but that, like... The you're not you don't have to download a movie from Netflix and play it. It just plays. It's being played off a computer somewhere else, and it's streaming through the internet. So with this thing, you're not playing a game on a box at your house. The game is being played on a server somewhere else, and it's being streamed to your TV through a, some sort of device, and you're playing it that way. So that seems kind of impossible. That's uh, a lot of people are skeptical of the technology, but you know Google has you know great engineers they have great yeah, resources they have computers um and so far the tests they said have been pretty good so people are worried that like you're you're not actually controlling the game in front of you i mean you are controlling it but it's not being done in a box in front of you it's somewhere way out somewhere else um so this is the, the really the first time anyone's you know tried this but a lot of other companies want to get into it um actually sony actually does have a service like this but they weren't able to really get it to work for PS4 games. So you could, but, and it's not that good. But they've they've actually had a service like this for some time. But you have to like play it on your PlayStation, so you don't. So it's not really the same thing. Uh, that doesn't sound like fits. So for me. so the really the benefit of something like this is that you're not buying a $400 piece of equipment. You don't have to buy anything. You just have to have some sort of device capable of receiving a stream. So you think you're 
you know, Roku so like or Apple, Apple TV. TV can do this. So for right now, in the the first release, there's only going to be three supported devices, and that's a Chrome browser. So you can open a Chrome Chrome browser on all kinds of computers. Yeah. Um, Chromecast, which that's their like if you've seen like a Roku stick or a Fire Stick, it's like that. Um, and then also uh, Pixel phones. So it's their in-house shit. But they said they're they're going to put it on more devices, so something like an Apple TV. And are those controllers now just Bluetooth? So that's another issue with this thing. I don't want to say issue. Um, the controller that you can buy from Google is not Bluetooth. It's Wi-Fi. And it's huh. all the inputs are going straight to the server, the Google server. Oh, so it just skips your machine entirely. Yeah. That's but really you, weird. You can, but you could also hook up certain compatible controllers, like an Xbox controller, to the device that you're streaming from, okay. if that works that way. So you can hook up your Xbox controller to your PC. Okay, so you could potentially not buy anything or just a controller. Yes. Assuming, I mean, everyone has an Apple TV or a Roku. I've never met a yeah, person. Yeah, but for right now, you, you'll, need, you'll need to do it in a browser or a Chromecast. What or, if you just have a smart TV? I'm sure you can open up Chrome on that. I don't know if that'll work, but I'm sure that's something they're working on. This is kind of like their soft launch. This seems very bizarre to me. So it's so it's limited for now, um, but there's two ways, I guess, two tiers of it. So it is a subscription, but there's a free like you don't have to pay anything to use it. You just get ads or something. No, it's not ads, but it's they. So there's there's different. Harvest your data. So basically, there's Stadia Pro, is what they call it. It's ten dollars a month, and with this, you have access to play stuff in 4K. Oh. Whereas if you just have the free version, you can't do 4K. Losers. And then Stadia Pro will have some free games involved in it. Like, Whereas, what kind of games are you even talking? So they've showed a list of some games that will be available, and it is modern games. Call so of Duty, you know, 88 So it doesn't whatever. look like Call of Duty is going to be on there. So there's, they need to work out deals with the companies. But they have they tried Ubisoft. it out with, with Assassin's Creed. Uh-huh. They're going to have Doom. Um, Destiny is the big thing they're pushing that it's going to be if you get the Stadia Pro that's going to be one of the free games and you get all everything they've released for Destiny 2 um, so it's going to play all the modern games it's capable of doing that because it's actually the like production of it is on some super powerful server that Google owns somewhere I'm going to do a, a ultimate cliff note because I'm I was a gamer I'm still I like Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty occasionally are you excited about this? If the technology works, it'll make having to buy that $400, $500 box every five years irrelevant. Um, but right now, I already own one of those boxes. I own a yeah, PC. So, you're so good it's for like another four years. Five I don't necessarily years. need this. Well, well, we'll get into why that not, might not be true. Oh, wow. But so th- this is a cool idea, but it's like I, I can already play the games that are going to be released on this in the next year or so. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to. Why would I go and pursue this? Um, for one, to actually get in on this, they're having the uh, what they call the Founders Edition. It's a $130 package. It comes with a Chromecast Ultra, a controller. Is that a computer? Chromecast Ultra is a little stick they okay. put in your TV. So one of the controllers, which are 70 bucks, the Chromecast is 70 bucks itself, and three months of the $10 subscription. So the it's controller it's a, is seventy dollars. Controller is seventy dollars by itself. Christ. So you're saying it's a hundred and seventy dollar package for hundred thirty, so it's not that bad. But again, this is not something this is something for someone who doesn't own a PS4 or Xbox One at this point, but wants to want to play like a modern game. There's no extra cost to this. You just need to find 
a controller to play with. So, how did, what did you call it? A Statacast? Stadia. So the, the Chromecast Ultra is the little stick that you'd get, and that's, you know, you've seen a Fire Stick or something like that. It's the same concept. Okay. Yeah, it, it looks like a cheap Xbox controller. Yeah. Like a Target, like the cheap ones. Hmm. Okay. I would expect it a little cooler for some reason, but I guess it it, it looks sleek. Does one of them glow mm. in the dark? I don't know. They're going to have some special editions and that kind of like you know, bullshit. Um, but after, you know, they were done, uh, Microsoft was uh, very anticipated to see what they were going to do with their big conference. And they unveiled um, a new Zune. I wish. Sometimes, oh. sometimes I wish. Um, Damn it. Sony is not doing anything this year because it's kind of like the Set last year yeah. of these things. They don't have a lot to do. And, and it, What do you mean the last year of these things? The new, the new stuff is going to come out next year. Why is that? Because it is. Okay. Um, so they already, they already actually, they just did like an article, like an interview with their lead engineer in Wired Magazine, like three weeks ago, kind of detailing what the PS5 is going to look at, look like. Um, so they're just, they're not even at this. And I think th- this show is kind of dying, E3, mm. because a lot of people can just reach their fans through YouTube videos, stuff like that. They don't need to hold an event for press. And then you go to IGN.com and watch it. You just can get this shit yourself through Facebook or Twitter, so it's kind of like the show's kind of dying. It seems like, but Microsoft still had a, held a big old style conference, and uh, one of the things they announced is something called Project X Cloud, a streaming service for Xbox. So basically, a direct competitor already to Google. Okay. And sounds like Dropbox or something. <laughs> and Microsoft already has tons and tons of experience in the uh, server area and streaming and all this stuff. So. And they already have a gaming platform. So they didn't really announce too many details about how this is going to work. But it's probably going to be the same thing. Hold on. This looks like they're just playing off of their phone with a controller. So what, how they're going to launch it is that if you already have an Xbox, you can just use your Xbox as a server. And so like, so if I have an Xbox at home. I can have it linked to my phone. The Xbox would turn on at home and play the game, and it would stream to my phone. But I would still need a way to control it. So, yeah, you'd have a controller. That's insane. Yeah. That's really cool, isn't it? Yeah. But you want to have a really... You want to go buy a big old phone then. Yeah. But, but you could also probably could run it... you play it with it, like an iPad? You could probably run it in all kinds of different things. Hmm. Um, they probably want you to run it in a Surface, Surface Pro. Oh, of course. <laughs> but um, they already have something like this where if you have a PC hooked up to the same network as your Xbox, you can turn your Xbox on from the PC and play games and it'll go right to your PC. So they've already been doing this for quite a while, but now this is like a next step in that. Hmm. And then they're probably going to have the same thing as Google, where it's like you don't even have to have a box. You just need some way to get to the internet. So that seems to be, that's what that's what the future is, because that's always a hindrance to people. You know, the new stuff comes out, and it's $400, $500, and you're like, I don't want to, I already have a box. I can play these old games. I don't want to go buy a new thing. Yeah, especially now, it seems like, I do remember the, like the Xbox to the Xbox 360. That seemed like a pretty big upgrade. I don't know, maybe just because yeah. I was a kid at the time. But now it's like, yeah, yeah, it already does 4K. But this one is a little bit thinner. It's like, yeah. mm, I don't give a shit. I'm not bo- so, I don't have the other one. That being said, Microsoft announced their plans for their new box. Um, their code name Scarlet. And that will be out fall 2020. So there still is a place for you buying a box that plays your games. So that's, that's their plan. And they also... Uh, Showed a bit of the latest Halo game that they're going to put out. Cause they're still making Halo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're going to put out a new Xbox, you're going to want to have a new Halo on it. Okay. So, okay. Um, that seems like the right idea. 
they haven't showed what that Xbox Scarlet looks like, right? It's it, they just said what's going to be in it. I'm sure what the final hardware looks like. We don't know yet because it's still 18 months away. And this is going to be over my head. But what is in it these days? Like, how, like how insane is it? Is it like it just, 8K or something? It's going to be 8K. Um, uh, compatible. Yeah, but it's never going to actually play a game in 8K. Holy like, shit. so you you could probably watch 8K videos. It's possible. Andy, how yeah. far away are we from being in the video game? Yeah. Where, well, they already where, have VR, so. No, but I'm saying like we're actually in the video game. Where you're just in yeah, a maybe VR a, room. Maybe a, like this is like the Matrix. Fifteen years, we'll oh. say. Fifteen yeah, we'll just, years. Just Won't the they corner. have a bunch of flying cars by yeah, then, it's, Andy? It's crazy. Although I did see um, Elon Musk is going to um, have a the interview moon. at this at E3 about I don't know Elon Musk shit. That doesn't matter. So, That'd be worth going to right then and there. Yeah. I don't, where, so when's that? He probably already has all the plans. I think it's Thursday. He's going to be. Where, doing and where's this? LA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, Joe, my, the actor. Yeah, there. my buddy's there. Yeah, is he playing We're, a character? Yeah, he, he honestly might be. But he, he is. It's, yeah, he yeah, said he's, he's a Fortnite uh, character. He's Bandro Kazooie. Oh no. We're uh, we're gonna get him on the pod one of these yeah. days. Uh, we actually had a little meeting with him. I don't know, two months ago, right, Tony? Uh, he'd be a great kid, I think. I mean, I talk to him every now and then. I've been friends with him since I was six. Look at that. Six years old. So what does he? Uh, he what does he want? He wants what? a little. He wants a fee or something. No. How is it gonna be hard to get him on? No, he's gonna be. Less Just like when he this. comes into town. Okay. That's gonna be a, no, not even close. He's gonna be honored to be on here. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel good. Um, well, any more E3 news? I do want to hear about this Elon Musk stuff, and maybe we'll talk about that next week after it happens. Yeah, he was gonna say something crazy. I'm sure. He's like, we're um, putting video games on the Tesla on Mars. That actually is something they're gonna put a video game on the Tesla. That that was already announced. I think it already has yeah. video games. So. I think That's it has, like, a old arcade stuff you can put yeah. in it. But he's going to put, like, a more modern game on it. So. Like, uh, The Sims? <laughs> what are you going to put Maybe. On? I don't know. I guess you don't he already need thinks to drive the, the things. He so. already thinks we're living in The Sims, so. Yeah, well, you um, could be right. So one of the big announcements is, and like I said, it's kind of been a, a slow show. It's kind of, you know, dead. But one of the big announcements slash, you know, trailers was they finally showed off this Avengers game that they've been talking about for years. And uh, let's just say the nerds weren't too happy. I actually saw... I thought that was a knockoff. It looked yeah. like shit. What the hell was that? Because we're so used to the Avengers because there's been 42 movies already. Oh, so they made this stuff before they saw No, it. just that... Well, they're not, they can't just use Robert Downey Jr.'s likeness. That would cost more than the entire game itself. Who gives a shit? That's what they want. Yeah, but it, then you can't... The game wouldn't make enough money <laughs> that way. Well, Avengers makes so, enough money for everyone. So... Their point is that all these characters have existed before Robert Downey Jr. was even alive. There's been multiple versions of Tony Stark and what he looks like. So we'll just do our own game. And there's already been there's been Marvel games before. Um, but people are just so used to those characters, especially because this game looks like it's the original team from the movies, not necessarily the original comic book Avengers, that it just looks weird, out of place. It looked like really old graphics on... You know, an yeah, Xbox 360 it, it, it or something. It doesn't look all that nice. It's, it's like people are like, what the fuck? This is what we've been waiting for. Like, you don't want to piss off comic book fans, and it seems like they have. But this is actually a commonplace in video games, just people getting pissed off about stuff. They're, they're literally the worst fans in the world. Way worse than Toronto Raptors fans. Oh, wow. They would cheer if, like... See our sports pod to know more about yeah. that. Um, another big deal was this one anticipated game called Cyberpunk 27, 2077. It's uh, really cool looking, you know, 
future where everyone gets you know robot parts on them and but everyone's bad um they had they were showing off a trailer and at the end this guy comes over to help you up he picks you up they show his face and you know who it is rob McElhenney. no we'll get to that oh joe would shit his pants uh, Keanu, Reeves. Keanu Reeves himself. I did see he was there. I and then Keanu Reeves that. jumps out on stage to announce when this game's John coming out. John Wick 4. And it's like the fucking the nerds went wild. Oh, yeah. Like, you think Joe, Joe is the biggest John Wick fan? Think, <laughs> think these video game people. Yeah. So I, there was like a pretty funny gif that, or meme that floated around of like four different people he took a photo with. And he's got his arms around him, but he doesn't like touch them. It's pretty uh, yeah. funny. Because he knows. Yeah, right. no, exactly. Stale. That's what they said. They're like, like you don't Keanu deserve Reeves is so many steps ahead. And then someone was like, Keanu Reeves, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> For president, not that he has 2020 vision. But uh, the uh, last thing I want to talk about that's that was kind of talked about this uh, during one of the conferences. Um, Sean just alluded to it. I did. Spoiler it. Rob McElhaney. I don't know how to say his whole name, really. McElhaney, I think. Mac of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He came on stage to announce a new TV show he's working on that's going to be about a video game studio making a game. And so it's a cutting-edge comedy set in a video game development studio and will explore the intricacies of the human condition through hilarious and innovative ways. Who do you think wrote that little piece right there? Not him. Maybe uh, Dennis. <laughs> So uh, it looks like Definitely Cricket. Charlie. Cricket's going to be in this show. Oh, shit, from the post. <laughs> Rickety Cricket. <laughs> it's so also got uh, Eliza Hennig. I don't know. And uh, Caitlin F. McGee. F. Murray Abraham is going to be in it. He's an actual actor. That's strange to see. But it's going to be an Apple Plus or whatever. Apple something? Yeah, it's Apple Plus. Apple Plus. And their new streaming service. I have to say, you know, it's hilarious because his name is Mac. And yeah. he's going to be on an Apple show. It's corporate synergy. So, yeah. look at that. Um, yeah, I mean, we're still waiting to hear more about the Apple TV uh, service. Um, everyone's making a streaming service. I'm starting to get pissed because what did we all cut the cord for? Yeah. Now we're just paying 18 different companies $4 a month. So, we're we're going to get more into this. I think the good news is that, like you said, 18 companies... I think we're trying. To, we're getting consolidated. We're getting down. There's only going to be like well, Disney keeps buying all. Yeah, of them. we're only going to have like seven production companies left. So yeah, but then you're still paying sixty five dollars so to it's like to cable, Disney, but it's only seven services now. And okay, I, 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 I think I'm more hopeful than you are. I am not hopeful. It's all about business, and yeah. Disney does business, and they already tried to buy our pod. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then the last little video game meets entertainment um, news was that. Uh, this one developer, Ubisoft, they make the Tom Clancy video games you may have played before. You know, Rainbow Six, Splinter Cell. Never got into it. They have one called the D- D- Division. Division. And I did like that you could repel in that game. Yeah, there's all kinds of tactical cool. stuff. Um, and they're going to make a movie based on The Division starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain. So that's... Those are real people. Is that people. the red-headed girl? Yeah. Okay. She's in uh, It. Ooh. Chapter two or whatever it's called. She yeah. will it, it, be in yeah. it. She is in. Uh, she's already filmed is she it. She's in Zero Dark Thirty. Yes. She's the one that knew her. She's in. Was. She's in Dark Phoenix. So. She got pissed. She got real pissed in that movie. Yeah. She just like would throw her 
paper on that her boss's window and like fuck you yeah well she got the job done in the end right that's a spoiler for that movie but also well, for his came U.S. Out like history spoiler, it's also came based out like on 10 years like, ago it's also based on I think what happened right yeah people I mean, know he's dead except for some of the conspiracy yeah, the stuff, other, a lot of people say he's on a beach with Tupac and Jim Morrison yeah well yeah. Elvis Elvis, yeah, Elvis why are they always on a beach them? by the way yeah, I'd like Wouldn't to you be on the beach? to say they're not like in the city. <laughs> yeah. You're in the Arctic. You could have walked past them a thousand times in New York City and never even noticed. So you're very excited about this movie. No, I didn't ever play these games, but it's oh. kind of a big but, deal to get yeah, like, but those names. Yeah, but when these movies get made from video games, don't they always suck? Not Detective Pikachu. But yes, typically. That's hardly a video um, game, though. But like, it's, it's about a video game. So it's a video game that's, I guess, inspired by Tom Clancy because Tom Clancy's dead. But Tom Clancy wrote books that they made movies of that have done he is okay. The uh, goosebumps of video games. Yeah, for like guys in their old guys in their fifties. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although he is dead. What so. goosebumps is to kids and R.L. Stein. Tom Clancy is to. Yeah, there aren't any more Tom Clancy books coming out. Actually, no, from there the definitely grave. are. Yeah, there from are the grave. no, they're probably written by other people. John Clancy, his son. I mean, they're still making um, Jack Ryan the TV show, so. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun, Andy. <laughs> but that's going to Netflix, this movie here. So oh. Netflix is really getting into the mm. bigger budget game here. Because you're not going to get those actors for cheap. I'll tell you what. Make or break will be the Irishman. Yeah. Yeah, that's they, the they, they really movie. need a big movie hit. That's, that's become their Aquaman. That It never came out, and it, it's still not out. And Aquaman took, what, 40 years to come out? But Jason Momoa rode that wave all the way to the top. See what I did there with the wave? Yeah. That's a good headline. Yeah. Should sell it to Variety. <laughs> all right. Well, any more E3 news and uh, movie stuff with that? We will get into movies, but uh, before we get into that stuff, um, Justin Bieber. What the hell happened to him? Is challenged. He an, is he an actor now? He, uh, he, well, he's trying to be a fighter. He challenged Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon. Starting small before he gets up to... <laughs> yeah. So I, and I actually saw some stats on this uh, earlier. I believe Bieber is about 5'9". Tom okay. Cruise is about 5'7". Now, he's doing what Durant does on paper in the opposite direction. So you got to deduct two inches from Cruise and probably Bieber at the same to- uh, token. So figure he's a, I don't know, 5'5". Five 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 four is Tom Cruise. He's he's a dwarf. Um, he's also fifty six years old to Justin Bieber, who's twenty five. Why did he tweet this? No one really seems to know. Um, Here's my thing. Also, they're humans like us. When he's tweets something like this, they? can we just assume he's blitzed out of his mind at the moment? I feel like he's got to be either like stoned or like drunk and just being like, oh, hold well, isn't on. he sober or something? He seems like a Tom guy Cruise. Like out of snow. I know. I know. He actually is very like. Christian, I think. Yeah. Like very well, this wasn't a very qu- Christian tweet. I think he's honestly just confused and lost because now it's like saying that Justin Bieber inspiring people to challenge celebrities 31 years older than them to fights or whatever. It's just like he's honestly he's only a few years away from uh, it ending for him. He's eventually yeah. gonna go crazy. He can't. He's not mentally strong enough to keep surviving in this, especially once his whole little like poppy voice is gone and it's just like isn't it already? Yeah, and I mean, he hasn't done, like, I don't think his own music in a few years, and he is very big into yeah. church and stuff. Goes when to he puts out a reggae stuff. album, it's going to be... And he whew. does, he did just get married, like, whenever ago, and it's... I, I But I'm just telling you, like, it's only a few more years before uh, he's going to be completely, like, 
dead. Because what's going to end up happening is this chick's like three or four years younger than him. If she's smart, she'll have a kid with him. So then, I mean, I know she already has her money, but she'll end up making even getting more money from him. She'll end up leaving him, and then that'll be the spiral downfall for him. And it'll just, it'll be bad. We invite you on the show, though, if you want to respond to any of <laughs> yeah. these predictions. Careful, Tony. He might challenge yeah. you to a fight in the octagon. Can you imagine? Um. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I saw this, and it, I've tried to look into it a couple of places. I haven't spent that much time on it, but it, it seems like no one has a goddamn clue as to why he, he is wanting to fight him. It's like, did he just watch Top Gun or something? Does he know how old Tom Cruise is? Tom Cruise still pulls it off. He still jumps out of planes Tom all the Cruise time. Tom Cruise probably does sit-ups and push-ups and pull-ups every single day of his life, yeah. probably 1,000 every single day. I wouldn't want to fight Tom, Tom Cruise because I'd probably be kidnapped by his crazy cult. Simon Pegg will come get you, yeah. too. Because he talks Cause in his ear. Because he's in Scientology. Yeah. And then Simon Pegg is in Mission Impossible. Yeah. So, it's a double-edged sword. He's got you on both ends. Uh, but, ridiculous. Um, if anything further comes. Obviously, McGregor's trying to wet his beak on this, too. He's like, yeah, we'll do it. I'm British now. Uh, and it's like, just shut up, McGregor. No one wants to hear from you for another year and a half. Um We'll keep updates on that in case anything does happen, though. Let's move into some movie news. It's been quite a while. Feels like it's been a, a month since we recorded, since we're recording on a Tuesday. Um, top box office numbers. What do you say we uh, look at that? 55% Secret Life of Pets 2. $46.8 million leading her off. Disappointing. They were yeah, very the score's it. bad, too, right? When yeah. when we're, did it have a score last week? I don't think it did. I don't think it did either. I thought it would be yeah. better than that because the first one's better, right? And then the '80s. Yeah, I think it's had a big decline from the first one, just not not just in score but in well, box office. Because so. they replaced Louis C.K. Right. That must be the entire reason why. Yeah. Is the first one good? Have you seen it? Yeah, it's fun. I like. I want to see both of them. Honestly, I think it is funny. Sure. Like when you I think, can put yeah, a dog. I with actually the voice. maybe I'll uh, watch that. Is it still on Netflix? Probably. I didn't, I didn't know it was on Netflix. Good to know. If it is, I think uh, I might just throw that one on tonight, Andy. Usually, those movies are what, usually like an hour and a half? Couldn't be yeah. longer than that. I mean, kids are going to throw up or something if you leave them in the movie here longer than that. So. <laughs> That's uh, very true. Or you, yeah. I feel like Eugene Levy should be in that movie. All right, uh, next up we have Dark Phoenix, $32.9 million. Now, if you recall, we played the game. Now, uh, Andy, you gave it a 51. I myself, I'm Sean, I gave it a 61. Tony the Pony Cats, you were uh, riding this thing all the way to the the dinner, 75%. Dark Phoenix is most certainly rotten as hell at 23%. Yeah, I got to stop being so optimistic. <laughs> I just want to give these people a chance, but I guess I have to realize like it's the critics are critics. Not I feel like, like I people that enjoy this stuff. Oh, yeah, they, nobody no, nobody was looking forward to this because it was just kind of dumped out there. Fox got bought by Disney, and Disney didn't really even want to put the movie out, but it was already made, and there were delays, and the actors didn't seem like they wanted to do it. Well, and I didn't know it was already four other movies about this. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then, so. you know, Brian Singer directed the last two, and then, you know, he's like the biggest dick in the world, yeah. and, you know, like, oh, we'll get his little assistant to make this, who wrote some of the movies, but then they found out that that guy wrote X-Men 3, like, you remember the original, like, Hugh Jackman ones? Okay. So the third one was horrendous and killed the franchise oh. for a bit. I think I saw that one. Yeah. 
I don't remember. But I like that it was called X-Men colon, here's the thing. Yeah. Do that on this, and then I'll know, oh, this is another X-Men movie. Because, this is just called Dark Phoenix? Yeah, I don't like that. Um, in other territories, it is called X-Men colon Dark Phoenix. So I should be in Moscow yeah, if I want to understand yeah. what this movie is? Here in America, we just know what Dark Phoenix means. Tony, did you know? It's such an what important storyline. So you're like nighttime in Arizona? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, perfect. All right, well, let's move on. Uh, I guess congrats to Andy on winning that one. Um, no one, no one wins one. with this. There you go. That's they, good. A bunch of good actors made a shit movie, and that's always yeah. depressing. All right, fifty-six percent for Aladdin did twenty-four point eight million, and I believe week two, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, fifteen point six at forty percent, Rocket Man, ninety percentile, thirteen point eight. A little disappointing for uh, week two. No, I think it's pretty good for a musical. I guess, but it's more than a musical. It's Sir Elton John, Andy. Uh, then you got Ma, John Wick 3, which Andy saw. Andy saw two movies out of here uh, this week. Uh, Avengers still there. It's never leaving at 5 million. Uh, P- Pokemon and then uh, Booksmart 1.6 at 97%. Very uh, underwhelming number for uh, Booksmart, which is so highly rated to be uh, leading it uh, off at the bottom. But uh, there we go. That's your top box office numbers. Andy, we can expect a review from you for Rocket Man, and we can finally do our John Wick at the end. Yeah, we yeah. still want to do an in-depth discussion with Joe. Yeah, to really dive into all three movies at He's some point. Tonight, Probably though. its own podcast, so that yeah, the rest of you don't to, have to suffer through it. It'll be a standalone. It. It'll be yeah. one of those like special movie podcasts. Because you know, at some point, I'm like, and hold on, we're gonna take a break. I gotta do some karate. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you guys, watching that movie with him, you missed out, Sean, if you did not see him doing it. But he was definitely fighting along multiple times. I noticed it maybe once. I was just like, I mean, I was already in my own world. But then when I would look over at him, I was like, oh, my gosh, what is he doing? He's really, it was a little kid at the movies. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's fun. Joe. Is that a give, like, you, you joy? Fighting? Was it, uh, oh, never mind. I guess I'll talk about it when you talk about it. But Okay. All right, well, let's. We're almost there. Yeah, well, uh, I'll tease what we're going to get into before uh, or after our uh, opening up movies this week. We're going to talk The Russian Chernobyl, The Nightingale, some streaming service stuff. But uh, before that, like I said, movies opening this week. Men in Black International. No score yet. I kind of I'm a kind of excited for this movie. I I, uh, I like Men in Black. It already has 11 ratings from an audience group, yeah. however they saw it. I'm uh, tired of their advertising campaign on the NBA playoffs. Yes, they really are letting it have it. Was it was fine, but... And poor Chris Paul. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's got one of the Chris guys. It's got Tessa Thompson, which is she the chick from uh, 21 and a half Jump Street, which, which is one of them? Is she in one of those? I don't think so. Uh, what is she? Oh, is she in Greek? No. She's in She's something. She's in... Creed, she's in Thor, Ragnarok, as well as these the are all Avengers. things I haven't seen. Um, she's been in shit. You've probably seen. She's an up and comer, I would say. I don't know her then. I thought okay, she just looked kind of familiar. Okay. Um, yeah, you guys want to play the game on this? Yeah. Let's do it. Well, let me ask. Are you guys excited about this movie? No. Wow. I, I just will watch don't it. Like eventually. how it's not. Will Smith and Tommy. are either of them in it even like a cameo, Andy? I don't think so. That's a disappointing. Also, I just don't like that it's Men in Black and one of the people is a woman. <laughs> so it should be not a man. Old fashioned. 
woman in black. It should just be. I think they allude to that, but uh, there were female agents in earlier ones. I'm not, I mean, I've nothing against female agents. At the end of the first one, he has a, a woman partner at the end. Who is but it? this is just How man in black with woman also in black. <laughs> men in black was because it was those two men in black. And then, okay, there could be women agents. I don't care about that. But this isn't men in black with woman. That might be the title. So I'm just saying. But I have nothing against. I don't want this to come out. No, that, you're making it clear. I know what you're yeah, saying. Like, I'm just don't saying. Don't tweet I don't, at I don't, us, people. I don't like the title. Humans I, in black. All power. Yeah. To like, I'm sure this chick's more badass than whatever Hemingsworth is in this movie. But I'm just saying I. it's not men in black, though. I mean, let's just whatever, like me making a real. Hemingsworth. What if I made a movie, Andy, about animals coming to life? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for finishing that sentence. Right. I don't even know where we are. Let's let's get a score going. Um, you guys have yours? Yes. All right. Andy, uh, you have been leading us off lately, so keep that trend. Let's let's hear what you got. All right. I'm going to ride the hot streak. Another 51. Oh, wow. Put it on the board. Keep it high. Let it fly. Tony Katz, what do you got? 33%. Oh, there he is. <laughs> All right, uh, we're all pretty close. I got forty-six, so none of us are projecting a fresh rating. And I'll tell you this, and I didn't say it; it, it, it doesn't make a difference uh, what the critics will say. But the audience, eleven people have it at a seventy-three. But the audience is dumb, so that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, look forward to seeing what that score comes out to be next. Shaft. The. Uh, the movie everyone has never seen. Uh, Sam Jackson, Jesse Usher. Any relation to the Usher? Probably, but probably not. Who knows? Kind of looks like him. Uh, Regina Hall of uh, Scary Movie fame. Uh, Alexandra Ship, who looks like uh, Alicia Keys. And then uh, Titus Welliver of Bosch. Interesting looking guy. And no score. So... I don't know anything about Shaft other than shut your mouth. We won't play the game, but we will We'll see how it does next week. Yeah, we'll follow along. Uh, mm -hmm. The Dead Don't Die. You remember this, Andy? Bill Murray? I don't remember it because I haven't seen it, but I do know what it is. Yes. Adam Driver. Tilda Swinton. Big cast. Steve Buscemi. Iggy Pop. Danny Glover. Iggy Pop. Um, it looks kind of funny, but it also looks rather dumb. Uh, and uh, the critics... Agree. They gave it a 53%. Audience, 60. I don't like that the audience has scores on movies that aren't out yet. Well, There's this like uh, um, has been out them. at festivals and stuff like that. Yeah, so. but there shouldn't be people there. It should just be yeah. critics. critics. I mean, aren't people. when this first got announced, it was a big deal. Yeah, Bill Murray in a movie. Yeah, and a, you know, a funny small-town cop zombie movie. It's like, oh, that could be good, but it just looks like middling. But I'll still watch it at some point. I, do I like, love Adam Driver. I like the remark where he's like, I'm a little class A ball yeah thank you it's pretty good yeah it's almost elvis but yeah he could do both yeah uh i his voice i talked about this on girls you kind of have to do a barbarian and then a little fast kind of obama-esque too that was that did sound a little obama um i'll continue to work on that i take i like doing those voices when they're interesting to me next up you got hampstead andy i know you're you're super duper stoked uh, yeah, we have to have the windows open. I know it's, it's not going to pick up on the mic. There's a dog barking. 
Uh, it is hot. It is finally cooling off in here. We got 72 outside, uh, and it's starting to feel better in here. It was getting pretty warm in that sports pod. But Hampstead, this looks like uh, the first Wives Club 2, uh, and it has uh, Diane Keaton. actually really like her. And uh, other people, Brand- Brendan Gleeson. But uh, that oh, is... a total British movie right here. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Hampstead is what it's called. Oh, yeah. Uh, 42% rotten. So there you go. And uh, I, I'm just assuming she's dating again, you know, in her s- late 60s this time. I'm not even reading it because I know that's probably She is an is. American widow. Least surprising sentence of that synopsis. What did you say? She is an American widow. Yeah. So I just said she's dating again. Yeah. Uh, I didn't say he was divorced from her or something. And then next you got a, looks like some sort of foreign flick in the aisles, 88%. So those are the uh, big movies opening up this weekend. Make sure you uh, check them out if you're interested. But uh, let's talk a couple of movie things before we get into what we're watching. One of which, so Chernobyl ended on HBO last Monday. And uh, it was exceptional. Uh, I actually, yeah, so I hadn't seen it because it was airing the night we were recording it. Um, I highly recommend watching it. Uh, It's in English, which is nice. You don't have to do very much reading at all. Um, It seems to be pretty accurate, but again, I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, I haven't done much reading on it myself, but it seems wildly realistic. And I did read that the director even cut down a scene that he just like, the people can't see this. Um, it was in episode four out of five. And, uh, yeah, there is some dark shit in there. And uh, so much to the point that uh, Russia and Putin are firing back. Um, Andy? Oh, you want me to deliver the news? Well, I know you like this story. I mean, I don't have all the details, but, um, yeah, they have uh, accused the show of not being entirely truthful, um, including that we missed out on the big part that um, – the whole meltdown actually yeah, happened who? because of an American spy. Because of us, the CIA. Yeah. Might they have been. were in there. They said they were often in there. They didn't know. Yeah, it could have been you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or somebody, and we sent over there. Yeah. Could have been, but I think that was around the time Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a pilot. <laughs> Might have been. That's how he so got he in. So flew over there. Yeah. The movie air. Oh, they were very good. Perfect though. cover. Look at that. Leslie, what was his name? Leslie Nielsen or something? Yeah. Yep. What a flick. Uh, what a flick. <laughs> So, yeah, they are denying this big time and just saying it's a whole bunch of just garbage. And uh, have they even they banned the show from over there? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I'm just curious to see. I actually would very much like to see this sh- version if it does actually ever get made. Because they'll probably not spend any money on it. They'll just get drunk and go wander through yeah. uh, Pripyat. Yeah, that's the story is that they're going to make their own version of this show. Did we not say that? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, we haven't but, gotten there yet. <laughs> So, yeah, they were so up in arms about it that they're making their own version. I don't know if I've ever watched, like, a Russian production of anything. I would really like to see any remake in particular or just a movie that, like, was very successful over there. Because who would be the bad guys in their movies? Oh, obviously us, yeah. right? Don't they just flip just it on cowboys, ear? yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, how often do we, like, in the 90s, I feel like it was always, like, Russia was the bad one. They are a little bit now, but now it's, like, universally, oh, wow. like, Middle Eastern is, like, the... Like the, the yeah. people, you know? But Russians are the bad guys in real life, you know? Out there on Facebook. Oh, yeah. They're doing attacking, shit. They're attacking you uh, <laughs> over the internet waves. They're going to go into your, your Xboxes and stuff, Andy. Who says they aren't already there? Oh, see. Uh, but, yeah, I think it would be very interesting to see what they come up with. 
again, if they actually ever do, I feel like this is one of those, they're sitting at their little coffee table outside with a bear and they're holding a bottle of stolen. Like, you know what? We'll do it ourselves. That's kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We got the picture. You know what I mean? Uh, But hell yeah. You know what? I would love to see HBO like, come at us, bro. Have them air it. Yeah, HBO. We'll, we'll yeah, put we'll, it on. We'll do yeah. a pro bono. We won't even if you charge. You make it. Yeah, if you make it, we'll put it on. <laughs> we'll air it. Uh, so, I mean, that's pretty much all that one we can talk about for now. Andy, the next one I will hand off to you. The next two, in fact. So before we talk streaming, let's talk Nightingale. Yeah, Nightingale is the new film from Jennifer Kent, who directed The Babadook, which was a uh, a big deal when it first uh, got, came out. Just one of the... Considered one of the better horror movies of, you know, this era. And I really enjoyed it. I did think it uh, was as good as promised. And uh, this new movie has been uh, long awaited. What would be the follow-up? Um, they've started screening it, I want to say in Australia, where she's from. And people have been walking out because it's been so violent, so upsetting of a movie. Doesn't mean it's a good movie or a scary movie at all, but uh, just a little controversy there, so... Aren't people walking out, like, throwing up and shit? Yeah, but it might be walking out in disgust. And there's... I don't know. I don't know if this is a good sign. It's like, oh, this really says it's scary. But could just be, you know, too much blood. Um, I heard one of the the real contentious things is there's uh, multiple rapes. That's why, then. Well, it's also in 1825. So, I mean, things were just way different back then. Yeah, it's not saying that um, that didn't happen. But just that nobody really wants to watch that. Do they? No, no, not at all. But the the photo I'm looking at is her walking through the woods with a big old rifle, and she kind of looks a little crazy. I imagine so though when people do walk out of movies, it's more so of stuff like that, like rape scenes and everything like that, as opposed to uh, massive violence, like blood and stuff. But I mean, because you never know. Some people are just more sensitive. That I mean, there could be a lot of. I mean, there's probably a lot of women out there that maybe it's they see a scene like that and it's too maybe something like that has happened to them before they've close to that and it's just uncomfortable for them to see so they just walk out yeah so i mean i was already interested in this movie i mean i didn't know about it but i was already interested to see what this director would do but so do you think this helps or hurts them do you think a lot of people like holy shit i gotta see this now or are they just no i think people i think the people who pay attention would have already wanted to see this and now this is kind of gonna turn off some it's kind of people. the wrong publicity yeah maybe yeah. like you could see like cinemark being like we're not even gonna put it in our theaters or something yeah because yeah, you're not gonna want to people because then you have to deal with the whole people aren't gonna really want to pay to see it and then it's like you have uh what's it called uh refunds exactly yes refunds and whatnot and just all sorts of stuff yeah that's too bad uh it is set to be released in the united states in uh the second of august so I guess we'll see if it didn't, does come out anywhere. Maybe you just have to go to some weird theaters to see it or something. I don't even know what a weird theater is. but uh, They're out there. The one at the mall. <laughs> but that's yeah, not really an indie I don't know theater. what it's called. Uh, I saw Rush Hour 2 there. Maybe 3. But uh, I've seen them one movie there, and I can't even remember what it was. What if it was the same one? What if we were in the same theater? Well, now it's bugging me. Well, uh, Andy, what about your streaming service? And I don't mean your streaming service, Andy. I mean, you're going to talk about Warner's streaming service. Before, yeah, I talk about that. Um, there was a 
new DC streaming service. So that's the comic book people, Superman, Batman, Aquaman, those people. Oh. Um, they had a, a streaming service with some original shows, um, including one called Swamp Thing, which just premiered last week. And after one episode, they decided uh, it's canceled. Like, they'll air what they already made, but it's not going to get a second season. Um, there was some story about how they lost a tax break, but they said, oh, that's not true. Um, so even though people liked it, um, but the speculation is because DC is owned by Warner, which was recently bought by AT&T. Mm-hmm. And AT&T has plans to just make a Warner streaming service. So they don't want to have this their own, a different competing service that's owned by the same company. And uh, Warner also owns HBO. So the plans for this Warner streaming service is that it's HBO... Plus some other Plus things. Plus some other shit. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that's probably going to be not that much more than an HBO subscription right now. So so they're going to try and get like 20 bucks out of you? Yeah. Because it's 15 for HBO. Yeah. So there's, it's going to be not much more than that. It's kind of insane. So, HBO should be 10 bucks. Yeah. Maybe we'll see something that it'll be $17. I don't... We don't know yet, but um, that's what I was uh, talking about before where you have this huge conglomerate now. Like all the properties that Warner owns... It's, they own all the HBO stuff, but, you know, they make their own shows. Them versus They own Disney. DC. Yeah. And then you got... There's really only, like, six companies, so... It's like Vegas. There's only a couple of yeah, brands that own all of it. Yeah. So if they just combine all their shit into one service rather than having, like, oh, this is the little thing for our DC comics... Then you have cable it. again. Yeah. So... But hopefully still cheaper. Life always finds a way. <laughs> Um, is that all you had on that streaming service? Because I have a streaming service also. Yeah, this has not even been announced, I don't think. So there's really no pricing or what's going to be on it. This you is guys just heard it here first. Rumored. This is Andy's first take. Yeah, that's a show already. Can't say that. Copyright. ESPN. First take. 100. percent That's a show. Well, Jackie Chan has a first strike. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, my streaming service was announced. Uh, I think actually at E3. Or at least this week. It's yours? Uh, I believe it's called Quibi. Quibi? <laughs> I don't know. It's the founder it. is Katzenberg, and uh, he revealed the launch details for the service, which will include a show. And now, Tony, this is for you. It is uh, a project from Spielberg. Uh, he wrote this thing, and uh, it is going to be a horror movie, or a show, rather, That'll you can only stream at night, and it'll go away there in the daytime. You can't watch it in the daytime. Oh, uh-huh, that's actually pretty crazy. I think that's a cool idea, actually. And uh, it's on what channel? Or oh, what it's not on a channel. It'll, it'll be a, 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 a you know a subscription service. This new one called QB, Quibi, whatever oh, the hell okay. it is. Quibi. How do you how do you spell this? Q U I B I. Yeah, maybe it's French. Uh, they're also gonna have a, a revival of MTV's Punked. With Ashton Kutcher, though? I don't know. And uh, a semi-fictionalized account of the story behind Snap. So I don't know if that's Snapchat. There's a link. I'm not clicking it. I don't care. Um, so uh, more more stuff. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's two tiers. One is ad-free, and that's uh, 5 bucks a month. The other one is $8. The eight for ad free is eight dollars a month, so it's not crazy crazy expensive, um, and it looks like they're uh, they've raised a billion dollars in funding. They've signed up some big names like 
Soderbergh, Del Guillermo Del Toro. I did that right, didn't I, Andy? Uh, Sam Raimi, Rami. Raimi. I was right. Catherine Hardwick, Anna Kendrick, and Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, Fishburne. Yeah. So, just more more streaming. Crazy. They're aiming for a 2020 launch. About April time. If we're still alive by then. If we're still alive by then. Um, but, yeah, when I saw that and I was like, oh, that's kind of different. I, I do actually think that's a good idea to, I don't know, at least gain popularity around your, your new show to make it only, you know, X amount of hours a day you can watch it. I just like all these tech people getting involved because they're just going to make dumb shit for themselves. Just get out of it. You may be right. Yeah. But we'll see. All right. Uh, before we get into what we're watching, that portion of the pod was brought to you by Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current harness or collar. For a limited time, listeners of the Tony's Take podcast can get 25% off and free shipping when you use promo code... Tony. Spell that out for him, Tone. T-O-N-Y. Woo. So head to simpledoggy.com, that's two Gs, plug in promo code Tony, get 25% off and free shipping. It is a dog leash you've been waiting for. It's a spectacular product. But now that that business is out of the way, what do you guys say we get into what we're watching? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Shall we have Andy start, and well, he can do Rocket he Man, and then we can all kind of do a John Wick? Well, you already said it, so let's just do it. There you, yeah, go. There you go. Sometimes you just have to take what you want, Tony. Yeah. So I watched Rocket Man. It's a comedy from the 90s about a guy who trains for space. Um, that's real. Not to be confused with Rocket Power. Yeah. Now, there's really a, a movie called Rocket Man, I believe, from the 90s. Um, no, this is the Elton John movie that actually, you know, is in theaters now. And uh, Elton John is a singer, not a spaceman. But he had a song called Rocket Man, and it's famous. Yeah. And you may have heard it. Packed uh, my bags last night, pre-flight. Yes, that's how it goes. Uh, but, th- yeah, this is a Elton John movie, but it's not like a traditional biopic, as they call it. You know, one of the uh, just music biographies where it's like, oh, here he was as a kid, and now he learned this. It does that stuff, but it is, it's a musical where it's not like the Queen movie where it's like there's some musical performances in it where all the music is actually them playing music. Mm-hmm. These are songs just like kind of breaking out and it's not like, it doesn't have to be in order. So it's like, oh, this scene of him as a kid will have an Elton John song and there'll be people dancing in the streets uh-huh. and that kind of thing. See, I get out on that kind of stuff. So I prefer that much more than the real standard stuff that you see now. Like the Queen movie was just... What's was like, the Queen movie? Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. I thought, you thought I was talking about like Elizabeth? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so, Dewey, uh, Dewey Cox killed those movies for me because they're all the same. Yeah. And so I like that they did something different, that they made this into a real musical. And actually, I shouldn't complain. I love Across the Universe. That's a musical. Yeah. So it's, it's like that where it's everyone getting in together. It's mostly... The Elton John character singing, but it's not. They're not the only way. They're sh- it's not the only way they're showing music is him playing concerts. There's really, I'd say, only two scenes where he's like playing music live, and it's not well, like one he's the dressed full as a song. peacock, and the other one a Dodger. So yeah, so I bet you like that one, huh? <laughs> that's a it's all sparkly. A very good outfit, I'll say. It's a sparkly Dodger uniform replica. that he played in uh, Dodger Stadium. Bellinger on the back, <laughs> but 
Um, the the actor Taron Edgerton who plays Elton John, he was great. I think he was the highlight of the movie. Um, if you look at him, he does not necessarily look like Elton John. Not really. <laughs> Elton John's not the greatest uh, looking guy, like just like based on his face. Whereas, uh, I'd say this guy is uh, well above average. You have the hots for him. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you you can look you can look objectively and be like, oh, okay, there's a difference. I they still would... see him with that dumb hat from that assassin movie. Yeah. Okay. Dumb hat. I don't. He wore a stupid ball hat. Ball wore, cap, yeah. Okay. He? Yeah. He wore. Why is that? Oh yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm wearing a ball no, cap. No, well, you're wearing normal ball cap. The one he's wearing in the I don't remember what it looked it, like. I just remember it looked stupid. Didn't have a Padres logo on it. But. Can you imagine what if it was like yeah. this exact? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the he did a great job. It was him singing, and that was like a big part of it. Is that he's sung with Elton John before? That he actually, I mean, he's not Elton John, but he can actually competently sing. Um, and then just the visuals of it, because they're just going to like weird shit. Like I loved the. The highlight, one of the highlights to me, was the Benny and the Jets sequence because I think that song is bad. I like that song. I think it's got good parts, but it's annoying. Um, I just like piano, and that guy could shred. Yeah, no, so. that, that's the intro to that song. It's good. It's a great line, but then it gets annoying and repetitive. Um, it goes into this weird dark thing that's kind of the show his like when he really gets into drugs and you know being not being aware of everything that's going on and it gets like weird and psychedelic and stuff like that and it's like they do weird stuff like that that's just far more interesting than show him play that song on a piano in front of people mm-hmm. so and it's also what I liked about it it's an inspiring story because it's it is about his you know him not being loved and because born he's without, born without hands he's he's a he's gay but you know he can't necessarily admit that to everyone even though I don't know how people didn't know when you look at his outfits, we're a glitter Dodgers outfit. Clearly, people did know because multiple points in the movie, like other gay guys are like just filing go, out of his dressing room. Yeah, well, know that they go to him and they're like, yeah, he'll he'll be into this. They don't like have a secret handshake. They just like, yeah, that guy's definitely gay. Mm. Um, but that's a big part of the movie. It's kind of the uh, the darkness with him in him. He just feels out of place and you know turns to drugs. But unlike the fictional star is born where it's all about the darkness and it's so you know depressing this is hopeful because i was born in the dark as we know l john's still with us today still performing he's he's, he's doing his, his last, last shows tour yeah, yeah and the show he, he got married he adopted kids so he was able to uh, escape his addiction and uh live a fulfilling life is he over 70 I think he's just 70 now or around there. So, You have an article. If he makes it past 70, he's not going to I die. think he's going to be one of those to make it. He's British. So. Make it a while, yeah. Yeah. Because like, he already, he's already knows he's retiring. Something in the water over there. He said, he said he's retiring because he wants to make sure he doesn't wear himself out because he wants his, he's to be go around for his kids. He's got to go now or something. Yeah. You know? So what would you give this movie? 8.2. Oh, wow. Okay. That's pretty good on Andy's scale. That Ever hear him good. give a beer review, folks? Yeah. So the tomato meter has it at a 90 with an audience score of 88. Oh, wow. So, so pretty pretty okay. set even. That's kind of crazy. Uh, one thing about this movie that it means was... means it's not that smart. What does that mean, not that smart? Because when it's smart, the audience doesn't understand it. They hate it. Oh. Yeah, no, it's not It's not going for anything super deep. He's not cracking any code, so... Yeah, no, it's, it's telling a fun story with fun music. Um, something that was... 
strange for me is that there were like maybe three or four ladies that every time there was a gay scene <laughs> would just fucking lose it. Like what do you start mean? Crying or Anytime like he kissed another guy or something, just <laughs> it was just like they were so excited by it. And it's like easy on the mic, Andy. I know, I like that. It was a nice. Is Michael Jackson reaction. in here? <laughs> yeah. It was. Get out of here, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Andy's now moonwalking out yeah. of the studio. But I don't know. Maybe if we saw like two <laughs> young British lady actresses getting together on in the movie theater, would we be able to contain ourselves? I. Think yes. I could. Yeah. Okay. I mean, crazy. I may go. To it would be very creepy if, yeah, we started making noises during one of those. I things. mean, I might just have to go into the back of the theater, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, other than that, I would be fine. Well, they have theaters for that, but oh, do they? Andy, do they? Shame on you. Um, that would be awkward. But yeah, um, awkward. one of his one of his lovers is um, Rob Stark. Yes, he is. Who uh, that real life human, not the actor. I'm saying the the human he's playing, his manager, oh. was in Bohemian Rhapsody as well. And he was played by Littlefinger of Game of Thrones. So two Game of Thrones actors well, played the same there. guy. But he was much more of a dick in this movie. I think that guy is a dick, probably. Yeah, I could see it. He's in The Punisher, right? No. Which movie is in where's a mob guy? Mob kid. I don't know if that exists. It does. He was in a show called The Bodyguard, I believe. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> I'm never wrong. Except for this time. Yeah. All right. Well, shall we get into the next uh, set of things? Yes. Let's. Do we want to do a John Wick three thing, the three of us? Because we've all seen it now. We can just all say that it was really good and well, well worth the money we all spent on it, right? It was enjoyable. It had multiple great action sequences. Oh, the whole thing was that it was kind of overwhelming. Uh, I've been me- I've been waiting to say this. I was hoping that the uh, the goddamn auditor chick would be dead. Yeah, she, she was. Uh, I did not like her at all. Yeah, not a popular character in my mind. Um, so Boban was great. Oh my God, Very, spectac- Oscar, Oscar yeah. worthy. Yeah, best guest performances. I think he's going to win the Six Man Award. And the award for tallest Oscar goes to. <laughs> so they really got a lot out of him. Um, and right from the bat, that first fight, you're like, wow, this one's going to be way more violent. Than yeah, the other it was movies. exhausting to watch. Yeah, like he throws the knife in the guy's head and it doesn't go all the way in, so he punches it. Oh, through. Yeah. There was a lot of that move, which was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, the other thing, um, the Asian guy who's kind of like the, he's not the main attack antagonist, but he's the guy hunting him down through most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He I looked, don't like how fu- he got funny at the end. Yeah. Well, He, he looked, got too funny. He looked familiar. I couldn't figure out, so I found out after. Like, who was this guy? Pitch for the Dodgers. He's the Iron Chef from the TV show Iron Chef. Are you kidding? He, that's him. Oh, wow. So he really was like a martial arts guy well, before he, being the host oh, of Iron Chef. He's it. in Cradle to the Grave. So he's done. He's studied with the legend, Steven Seagal. Uh, Jet Li. <laughs> Not to be confused with Bruce Lee. <laughs> um, by the way, his uh, lowest rated movie is uh, Showdown in Manila. Zero percent. Zero. Which came out last year. Okay. Um, but what do you think of uh, one of the weird things for that movie is that um, Jason Manzukis pops up. It's a uh, Rafi from the league. Yeah, as a he's a hobo assassin. Yeah, right? and he really does nothing, and then it's like, well, he's gonna have more a bigger part, and he does do something at the end, but still doesn't do anything. Yeah, he was, picks up him up in a shopping cart, 
Somehow John Wick jumps off a building and survives. Well, he's John Wick. Yeah, that's what I think. I was like, wait, that's even too much for me. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's what Alex was, or Goose, I'm sorry, was very upset about was, like, a lot of the unrealisticness of it. How, like, that, and I think that was one of the main scenes he was talking about was how he did jump out, and then it was just kind of, like, not even bruised. But I don't know, maybe that is science. Maybe you can, he was bruised. He was fucking knocked out. (laughs) Couldn't move. No bruises. Yeah, Goose really (laughs) hated that movie, but you also have to understand... He wore a bulletproof suit, so take yeah. it for as it's, as much as it's worth. Their technology is better than like our real life stuff, and they kind of make that clear. Yeah, and it's like, oh, this is stuff not available to regular people. Also, so. in this world, is every single person an assassin? I don't know how that works. Are there regular like street gangs that don't know about all this crazy like high level shit? Or does everyone know? How did everyone just here's my watch. Five minutes, yeah. Mr. Wick, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> I like the the Asian doctor, like knew he had to yeah, fake it. You have to hit me I'm, twice. Oh god. <laughs> um definitely not, you know, a shitty third movie type of thing. Um Lance Reddick, amazing, as always. He finally gets an action scene. Yes, he did. I was so nervous he was gonna die. Because everyone dies in this movie but one person, two people. Um but he didn't. I don't think he did. Okay. Uh, shall we move on to... Any, Tony, you got anything you've been watching? Or Andy, is, is that wrap it up for you? I have one more thing. You have one more thing. Do you want me to go with it? Sure. Uh, I actually mentioned it like three, four weeks ago. A Netflix sketch show called I Think You Should Leave. I remember you talking yes, about that. And I think you should all watch it. Really? It's only about 90 minutes in total. I think it's six 15-minute episodes. Yeah, okay. I remember so that. Real easy in and out, and it is. Might not be. It's not going to be for everyone. It's super strange and goes weird places. I think Tony might enjoy it more than uh, Sean here. That it's like, you see like the setup, you're like, oh, it's going to be this joke, and then it goes right past that obvious joke into something even weirder. And it is all also only 15 minutes. Maybe I'll check that out then. I'm putting it on my list now, Andy. Yeah. Andy Sandberg. Yeah, it's a Lonely Island produced, so. Is it? Yeah. Oh, and Sandberg does. Also, Andy, did you know the Lonely Island actually played in Santa Ana on Saturday? I didn't know they did serious? concerts. Yeah, they played at the observatory. God damn, that would have been awesome. Yeah, I know. The tickets, I think, the tickets weren't like, I mean, they were. 30 bucks or something? Like 50, oh. 60, but still, though, it probably would have been pretty cool. Yeah, you maybe could have gotten him shook, shook his hand. Have they had an venue. album come out since Turtleneck and Chain? Oh, I have no idea. Because that's been a long um, time. The. the the movie, oh, pop star, I guess. The movie right? counted as an album, and then yeah. this, this yeah, they yeah. did release their newest thing. They did release, so it's only eight songs, but it's considered an album. Jose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess why wouldn't they release that? Yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll check out a, an episode or two at the very least of that thing. Yeah. Um, it has uh, a people like you know like a lot of SNL people. And yeah, it, it's got to be pretty it's, decent. It's only it's I think they even put the guy's name in there. I think it's like with Tim Robinson. That's who it is. He was a guy who was on SNL for like two years. Yeah, his name is first on there. Yeah. So he's really the only guy that's in it the whole time. All right. Well, uh, Tony, what do you got? So, uh, let's see. I've, uh, what have I really been watching? Not really anything too much. I guess I watched uh, some more of those, or one more really, of those historical roasts. I think oh, I watched, yeah? Which I watched one did you watch? the, Anne, the Abraham Lincoln and then the Anne Frank one. I still need to watch that. The Anne Frank one, I just had to watch it. I mean, when I saw it was a roast of Anne Frank, I just had to. I mean, it had its moments. So, you know, I won't spoil any of the good jokes, but it's those are 
pretty pretty entertaining to me just because I enjoy dark humor. And then uh, last night I came home, like I said, bar night got a little wilder than I wanted it to. Thanks to the greatest bartender on earth, Tommy, if you're listening. Shout out, Tommy. uh, I ended up going home and I do this when I get a little feeling a little good is I'll just throw on random horror movies. So I threw on that one movie. I think it's like a year or two old uh, truth or dare. And it's, I like the concept of it. I didn't, I only finished halfway cause I was, I was tired. I think it was like midnight or so, but it's like, you know, they go into this haunted house in Mexico or somewhere like that. And they all start playing truth or dare, but it's like the house is haunted. So the game starts to become them. So it's almost one of those things where the game, like the house starts giving them dares and they have to do it or the dare do, or they like die or something like that. Or the dare does them. So it was like, I don't know. It was, the dare does that's them. just what they called it. I think I don't remember. Yeah. That's a good line. And, uh, so like one of the dares was like the, this guy had to like smash his kneecap with a bat or Jesus something Christ. or like get his knee smashed. And I know there's one later in the movie where the lady, the girl has to have her hand smashed, like has to have her get her hand broken. So she makes her friend like get a hammer and hit it. And she's like, no, don't do it. Don't. She's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. She's like, you have to. So she does. And then it's like, the other thing is basically, so one of their friends is, uh, she does truth. And it says like, she was, a uh, ask her if she was, if she's a drug addict. So she's like, what? No, I'm not. And then like a door opens up that on the door it's written liar. And so like, they're all looking and she's all like, no, no, I'm not like, whatever. I mean, I like got, I was on those pain meds, but I'm not an addict. She's like, this game's dumb. I'm leaving. So she leaves, but without confessing the truth. So then something like flies through and goes right through her stomach and kills her. So then what happens though, is that she comes back to like haunt them pretty much. So then like they start like seeing her places and she, I don't know. It's like more of these dares. It's one of those movies that would just be kind of like entertaining more than anything i mean you don't watch that expecting it to be good yeah it sounds like you need to watch that with people oh absolutely yeah. i think that's why i turned yeah. it off too it's like that'd be a fun movie if we all watched it yeah like entertaining or especially if you it, but it's basically like final destination meets truth or dare mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty that's much what it sounds like. they had a movie i think it's still on netflix too called would you rather and which I, is similar I, that's to that. another one that i've done yeah where i've had a night like this and i watched that and it was i think the concept of that one was pretty much the same thing they were in like this big house and Some creepy rich dude yeah they had people, they yeah. had like all these people at a table and like for them to get out and stuff they had to do certain things and i remember one of them which i think is actually on like if you go to netflix you see the picture of him covering his eye he had to like slit his eyeball with a little razor yeah. blade or something so yeah it's i don't know like whoever gets the idea to make those movies but they are entertaining but they they are just a little graphic and especially when it's like a lot of those movies are like self-inflicted stuff and i don't know about you guys but the stuff that gets me the most is the self-inflicted oh, yeah. stuff because that's the stuff you can almost like relate to more because you're just kind of like, oh, like, would I be able to do that? And yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got two things. One really quick. I just started When They See Us. The oh, kids yeah, in uh, that, yeah. Central Park from the 80s. And uh, I've only finished one episode. And my God. Like, it just... Those cops back then just were, and I'm not saying they're better now. It seems like they probably have to be, but uh, holy shit. Just ridiculous the way some things got handled back then. Um, but I'll, I'll finish that. I think that's only five episodes, so I'll, uh, I'll watch more of that this week. 
Um, also, I guess, uh, so one other little thing. My next guest, guest with David Letterman, mm-hmm. season two came out recently. Kanye West is the first guest. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres is on there. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, who I realize I don't know who Tiffany Haddish is, but she's funny. Uh, she's in Secret Life of Pets 2. There you go. Uh, that's enjoyable. David Letterman's awesome. Um, good thing to watch just when you've got nothing really going on. Uh, but the movie I watched over the weekend was from Clint Eastwood, The 1517 to Paris. You seen this, Andy? Oh, the, I was hoping you watched The Mule, but... No, I wish. Oh, yeah, this that's is the one that's... Head, story, shot right? up. Yeah, so this is this based off... the real off, people. Yeah, it's based off of the uh, train uh, terror attack that they thwarted. Um, I don't know, 2015 or something around there. It's uh, three guys, uh, childhood friends. Uh, I believe two of them go into the service. One of them does not. And uh, they're meeting in Europe for their own little Euro trip. And on the uh, train to Paris is where it happens. But I knew nothing uh, more than that going into this movie. And I fired it up, and it's like, well, here's the opening scene of a uh, you know a, a Middle Eastern guy walking with a, ba- a suitcase into the train, and then flashback to you know 25 years ago, they're kids. And uh, funny enough, Jenna Fisher and Judy Greer are the uh, main parents in the movie and they're always going to uh the school to deal with um pj brine um and he's not on here who's the guy from reno 911 it's a a lot of people in that cast the main guy uh the short shorts yeah thomas lennon he is the principal at this christian school that they uh in a serious movie well, he's funny. It's okay. it, it, it's it's lighthearted uh, uh, at that point. It also has Tony Hale, a Veep fame. He's and the rest around development, the, yeah. He carries around the bag for her. Oh, Thomas Lennon. Thomas Lennon. God damn, he's right there. This is a weird photo of him. There you go. And then PJ Bryan, who I think he's been typecast as a, a school teacher now. Uh, he was in. Uh, he, they called him Rugrat, I think, in uh, uh, in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, he's in another thing that you watched. What? He's in the other show you watched. What I watch? Huh? Big Little Lies. Oh, yes, yeah, as a school teacher. That's, that's where I was looking for. Shit, something. I forgot to talk about that, too. I'll get to that one. <laughs> um, but it is it is dull. And, I mean, you can honestly skip to the last half hour. Um, this The main guy, uh, he looks like Jonah Hill when he's in training for uh, the police academy in 21 Jump Street. Uh, very nice guys. They're decent actors. Um, the story just was lengthy uh the last half hour that was pretty damn good that's where it's actually on the train and i get how do you make a whole movie about being on a train but then go ask liam neeson because he made the commuter um source code exactly uh the taking of felon one two felon one two three felon one two three Pelham, yeah the Pelham. polar express polar express <laughs> a lot of train movies Burr. so there I'm you looking. have it um and yeah, Tomato Meter got 23 with 38 for the audience. Snowpiercer. Okay. Now that's a train movie. And you guys seen this one? You've made your point. I think we're done. <laughs> uh, so I was a little disappointed. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a movie I guess you could still watch. But you can fast forward it. Uh, half of it's just them doing a Euro trip, which must have been weird because they're redoing their steps across Europe before this attack. It's got to just spark weird memories, you know? You're also yeah. telling... Amsterdam, just, what do you guys do here? Uh, yeah. Clint, we just... You know. well, actually, we just slept the whole time. Uh, okay, so moving on from that. Yes, Big Little Lies returned. Anyone else watch it here? I didn't. It's too I mean, scary. I saw the first season, but... Uh. Uh, so, yeah, I, it's still a miniseries, and... Uh, 
it just picks up maybe, I don't know, the school year is just starting back up, so uh, a summer uh, later, not that far out. And um, it's great so far. I mean, uh, Meryl Streep, good God. She's kind of got Asperger's. Um, she just can't control what she says to people. She pisses off Reese Witherspoon. Um, I think it's going to be pretty good. Looks like they're getting seven episodes this time around. And uh, that series will be wrapped up at the end of July. So, I yeah, if you need to go back and watch whatever you, you forgot, go for it. But uh, everyone is in it still. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Not the not Nicole Kidman's husband, though, right? Well, he died, but... There's still like moments, uh, spoiler alerts, I guess. There's still moments where she flashes back, so he's still technically in this se- uh, season. Still gets paid. Yeah, it's one good, of those things. On it's not like unless it's old footage, but I think they'd still have to pay him somehow. Because I was gonna say, because I just remember their whole ex- like living situation was kind of one of the things in that show that was so like. And then obviously you find out more about him for anybody that hasn't seen the first season. Yeah, so, I mean he and- was like, but like I said, they didn't expect to get a second go around. So I think when they did, I think or else they would have kept him around. Yeah, and so yeah, I mean he's still listed on this, and my guess, which is, is th- probably why he wanted to get paid for this season, was like, hey, yeah, I was a main reason in that. You put me in this. Somehow. He he won uh, the Emmy, so yeah, he oh, got, he was he got great. He was great to be hated. Recognition, yeah, no, he was good. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm I'm pretty stoked that they brought in Meryl Streep. I feel like that'll keep people to want to come back. They're like, oh shit, like she doesn't. What TV show was she on last? You know, it's not TV. It's HBO. Okay, Andy, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, with that, I think that's a perfect way to sign out. Uh, you have been listening to episode 118 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me, we have Andy. I work for HBO Off-Road. I would have to disclose, disclose that if that was true, and it is not true. Oh, wow. Well, actually, I was unsure there. I know. I thought he had a big announcement. I've been fooled the whole time. <laughs> and uh, Tony Katz. Yes. Thank you for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe, and we'll see you later.